Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA. Beware imitators. Sports Byline Russia. Sports Byline China. It's just not the same. Sports Byline Madagascar. Sports Byline USA, baby. Rick Tittle with you for the next three hours. <clears throat> and uh, come and go as you please. Rick, I was listening to you in the car. Went to the bank. Got dinner. Got a beer got back into the car and you were still talking about the same thing well hopefully not the exact same thing but anyway join us come on in and let's talk some sports at the toll-free line coast to coast that's right from one side of lake erie to the other maybe you're in pennsylvania new york ohio michigan maybe you're up there in ontario they all border lake erie that's right that's the borders i'm talking about uh, around the world on American Forces Radio Network as well. No joke on the uh, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, because they are the ones that allow us to do this for Valdi and Mirth, is to wring our hands over who got traded, who got fired, that type of stuff. Who are you going to draft? Who are you going to sign to a long-term contract? <clears throat> These are the kind of things we discussed at the toll-free line. 1-800-878-PLAY. 800-878-7529. Get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening. Also, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R app. Come on in that way as well. We stream through sportsbyline.com. Go there, click listen live, any emails, rick at sportsbyline.com. We do have some guests, salesporttalk.com in the first hour coming up uh, at 925. Also, Sister Solcha, the author, has a new book, Life After Death. We'll talk to her at 1010 a.m. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet in Vegas. He'll check in and talk a little hockey with me as he does every week, right around 1040. And uh, very cool. We talked about this um, last year, and now it's finally out today. It's a film called Koshin, Japan's Field of Dreams, and we'll have the director, Emma Ryan Yamakazi, as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 50 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 you love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800 that's 800-846-2153. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, and lines are available this first segment. We'll get into the sailing with America's Cup coming up. Um, even though we have, uh, it's no Chris Kane today, it's Abraham Cooper and Hernando Torres Fernandez. That's a great name when you can roll your R's three times. Hernando, I guess you dropped the H. Hernando Torres Fernandez. All right. 
Also, as I mentioned, Sista Solja, Bruce Marshall, and Emma Ryan Yamakazi at 11, 10 a.m. And <clears throat> this thing, Koshin, is the biggest sporting event in Japan. Better, bigger than anything in Nippon professional baseball. I mean, I guess if Japan's in the World Cup, that's pretty huge. But this is every year. Um, uh, she, uh, Emma Ryan Yamakazi um, did this film in 2019 for the 100th anniversary. It's 4,000 high school baseball teams trying to get to a knockout tournament of 50. And she interviews major leaguers as well. So I'll be very interested to talk to her about that <clears throat> coming up in about two hours. Um, news out of the NBA today. There has been a firing. The Hawks have moved on from Lloyd Pierce. Sounds like an English gentleman, like Lloyd George, who was prime minister. Lloyd Pierce, uh, he got fired last night. <clears throat> and he had been there since the beginning of the 2018-19 season, and he tried to oversee a rebuilding period of that franchise after some mediocrity. Remember when they had Coach Budenholzer, he was Coach of the Year instead of Steve Kerr that first year, and, of course, they fired him, which was weird. But um, they went young. Remember, they drafted Luka Doncic, did Travis Schlenk, flogged him to Dallas for Trey Young in a pick. But uh, overall record, 63-120. and 120. Um, but here's the thing. Why did he get fired? I believe it's because the Hawks finally went out and spent some money this offseason on free agents, and ownership was probably expecting some more immediate results there. Travis Schlenk, the GM, did say, uh, we would like to thank Lloyd for his work and commitment not only to the Hawks organization, but the city of Atlanta. He and his wife, Melissa, are tremendous people who have made posit a positive impact throughout the city. We have high expectations for our team on the court, and we believe by making this change now that we can have a strong second half of the season. Well, <clears throat> right now, with the All-Star break approaching, yes, the Hawks are 14-20, and 20, and in the East, they are the 11th seed. I shouldn't even say seed because you're not even a seed unless you get to 8. <laughs> They're in the 11th spot, I should say. That wouldn't even get you in the play-in tournament. So, <clears throat> listen, those free agent signings, the money they paid out to these guys, and most of them have been hurt. If you look at the guys that they splashed on, and, you know, good players, no one who's going to bring down the house, but still good players. Danilo Gallinari, Rajon Rondo, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Chris Dunn, those four combined have combined, keyword combined, to play less than 50 games together. So, <clears throat> right now, Nate McMillan, the former fantastic defensive player for the Sonics, that's how I remember him. Man, that guy was tough to deal with. But Nate McMillan, of course, has been a very successful coach himself, and especially in Indiana. He joined Pierce's staff this season, and he's accepted the job on an interim basis. And the Hawks were actually uncertain if uh, he would even accept the interim position based on his loyalty uh, to Pierce and McMillan did coach the Hawks for three games this season when Pierce was away for the birth of his second kid too but I guess Hawks ownership <clears throat> clearly has a playoffs or bust mandate this year 
and those expectations obviously are not being met. So whether they are premature in nature or not, um, but uh, for Pierce, all those years he coached, he never coached in the playoffs. The good news for a guy like that, though, is that he basically can get any college job he wants. It's 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 sort of like in the NFL. It's even more in the NFL. If you coach in the NFL, you can get any college job. Whoa, it's Al Groh. It's Bill Callahan. So who would be a, uh, a candidate to take over full-time? Well, obviously, Nate McMillan, right? <clears throat> the They're still going to audition um, him for the rest of the season. I mean, Gallinari is healthy. Bogdanovich is almost ready. So he'll be showing. I mean, if they finish strong and make the playoffs, you'd probably imagine that he would get the job full-time. But I think... McMillan, and remember, he's already been on a staff. But you would think one thing he would address is that the defense, I mean, the whole time Pierce was the coach, they didn't play much defense. The first year, the Hawks were 28th in the league in defense. His second year, the Hawks were 28th again. Now, they brought in McMillan this year, and a couple weeks ago, they were in the top 10. They were up to nine. And I think that his presence on the bench has has contributed for that. But the other thing is, is you think about modern offense, what does that mean? That means a three-point shot, basically. That's like the Bill Walsh offense. For some reason, they wouldn't call it that, so they called it this stupid term that we still use, the West Coast offense. You can't just say Bill Walsh. Oh, the West Coast offense. But look, Schlank. You know, he started off in the front office with the Splash Brothers in Oakland. He would love to have that team be better with the three-point attempts. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, you look at Luke Walton from the Steve Kerr coaching tree, fired by the Lakers after three underwhelming seasons and midway through a second season with the Kings, and they're 1-10 in and they're past 11 games and we talked about on Sunday they lost the game where they led by eight with a minute left Vlade Divac hired him in Sacramento he's gone that appears limited right but uh, you think why would why would the Hawks be interested in Walton well there are different degrees to the struggles in Sacramento if you think about how Dave Yeager was fired by the Kings and that was after they played the best they had played in years so Walton comes in for Jaeger and inexplicably tinkers for the one thing that was working, which was their speed. He just slowed down the space. And they dropped from third in offense under Jaeger to 19 under Walton. So, <clears throat> listen. Well, Walton can always talk about a 24-game winning streak with the Warriors, but he's not going to get credit for it. He deserves some credit very small. Um, if I'm Atlanta, and I know this is the old guy network, I can't say old boy, the old guy network, I would think <clears throat> Alvin Gentry, I mean, he led the Suns to the finals. He, After he left the Warriors as an assistant, he led the Pelicans to the second round. That would be one. But if you want to go for a new guy and someone that Travis Schlenk knows very well, how about Jaron Collins? This is another of Kerr's protégés. He's been sitting on the bench the whole Kerr era. Stanford education, 
uh, been working a lot with the big men there, working with James Wiseman. If you think about uh, Okongwu, who was the sixth overall pick, what Collins could offer him, um, that could be something. And then, as I said, if you want to go back to the, the well, Mike Brown. I mean, he's worked with Tim Duncan in San Antonio. He worked with Reggie Miller in Indiana. He worked with LeBron in Cleveland. He worked with Kobe in L.A. He's worked with Steph and Clay and Dre. Those guys are there. Um, and then you could kick the tires on Mike D'Antoni and say, hey, you want to come back? Any interest? So there are some choices out there. I think Jaron Collins, that would be kind of the exciting way to go, but that's the unproven way. You want to go with something proven, then you'd go with a guy like Brown or Gentry. Uh, or D'Antoni, could you coax him down? Look, say what you want about Mike D'Antoni. His team's won, whether they're in New York or in Houston or in Phoenix. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back, talk a little sailing on the other side. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle, with you, coast to coast, around the world on America. Forces Radio Network and that uh, music on a Tuesday in our first hour can only mean one thing. It's time to talk with our friend Karen Lyle, a co-host from SalesportTalk.com. Karen, we have a few interesting guests before we get into them. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing great. It looks like a good day on the water, but I'm here talking to you, which is just is equally wonderful. I don't know about that, but... Uh, <laughs> It's our pleasure to welcome back to the program Abraham Cooper, the San Francisco Postmaster for the United States Postal Service, and uh, just did a special Building Bridges uh, postal cancellation on uh, Treasure Island in commemoration of the Golden Gate International Expedition. It's the bicentennial of the independence of Peru and the Peruvian Naval Tall Ship Union. Postmaster Cooper, thank you so much for coming back on the show again. Tell us a little bit more about what you guys did over at Treasure Island, please. Well, good morning to you, and thank you again for having me back on. You know, it was obviously was definitely a beautiful day at Treasure Island, and and, and what a location to do what we did in this uh, cancellation and joining part here in uh, Peru's uh, bicentennial. But the cancellation was for the stamp of Our Lady of Guapolo, uh, which was done by an 18th century painting by uh, a Juan Cuzo out of Peru. So it was a spectacular stamp, beautiful stamp, uh, lo- you know, available at our post office. And uh, with that cancellation on, on that day was a phenomenal event. And to share it with, uh, you know, with Peru, uh, it, it was beautiful. It was very, very beautiful. And it was well done, so tasteful, uh, put on by Karen. You know, obviously, social distancing at a time that we're dealing with right now, but uh, a spectacular moment, and I enjoyed doing it for the Postal Service. Yeah, Abraham, it was really great to see you, and it was such an unusual circumstance. We could only have 12 people by the permit during the pandemic, and, and that site on the opening day that we were celebrating 81 years before was like thousands of people. I think there were 17 million people who went to the Golden Gate International Exposition wow. after the two bridges were built, and you, the Postal Service had issued several stamps and and had a post office right there on treasure island didn't you yes and and actually um we we have a what we call a a village post office so it's actually part of a store that we have but not the full-blown post office as we have in different facilities and but we do have um when we do delivery at that out of the treasure island location um and just as an aside um abraham we know that uh, the Postal Service, like everything during COVID, has faced many challenges. How are things going? And with the new administration in the White House, are things looking different? What's, what's going on with you guys? You know, we're still pressing forward. We're still delivering for the American people. And out here in San Francisco, I mean, we have not skipped a beat in making deliveries. 
you know, obviously it's it's certainly challenging right now with uh, what we deal with. But, uh, you know, outside of that, you know, we're making sure that our employees are well equipped with, uh, you know, PPP gears to ensure that they protect themselves and what they do as essential day in and day out, delivering for the American people here in San Francisco. So we have not skipped a beat on that. Biggest thing is just uh, like with everybody else, you know, we're part of the uh, the community, part of the public here, and we're making sure we do our part, delivering the mail for them and packages as, you know, people need it. A lot of folks are home, but uh, we're just pressing forward and just dealing with things day by day as uh, things get better, as, as we know it will be. Um, Postmaster Cooper, you, you are one of those who came up through the ranks in USPS, didn't you? Tell us a little bit about your background. Yes, I certainly did. Uh, you know, after coming into the Postal Service, and it was after serving in the military, I came in as I started as a letter carrier down in beautiful San Diego, and, um, you know, through the ranks from uh, letter carrier, supervisor, um, it was not an executive postmaster at the time as a manager, and uh, later on got an opportunity as I moved up through the ranks to become an executive and to uh, come here to beautiful San Francisco where I became, uh, this was my first executive assignment before going on, and I was gone for about a year out in, uh, in Capitol working in Washington, D.C., which Karen thought she lost me for a while, but uh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should remind everyone, and by the way, speaking of Bicentennial, it's our centennial. This is our 100th sport, sales sport talk show, but it was about two years ago. It was April of 2019. Uh, Abraham, when you came in and we did a, uh, a special cancellation in studio, and that's interesting how, you know, there's a saying in Christianity, you know, where two or more are gathered in my name, that's technically now becomes a church. So what is it like to have the power to create a, po a temporary post office, basically, wherever you go? You, you know, I, uh, it, it's something which is uh, written in our bylaws, you know, that uh, obviously we have to deliver, you know, pretty much everywhere, which we do. I mean, rain, sleet, or snow. And, you know, it, it's, it's something that we can do. It doesn't matter uh, if a facility went down today or tomorrow. We are, I mean, we can stand still at any location, whether it's uh, a, a temporary tent we put up, whatever it may be, and we still turn around and, and we, we deliver it to the people. You know, I'm sure you, you're aware of the fire that we had up in Santa Rosa a few years back, you know, and, you know, we, we had some sustained some loss, but guess what? It, it, we did not skip a beat in making sure that we prepared the mail and getting it out to the American people, and that's what we did. I've also um, experienced um, over the years as I've been doing these United States Postal Service Building Bridges um, special postal cancellations since 1996, that sometimes when a postmaster is not able to be there, he can swear in a mayor or someone else. What is that process all about? You know, I've never been involved in that piece, um, Karen. Uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure about the the intricate details on that, but I'm sure it's written somewhere on the protocol for that. I've never been been part of of doing that, but uh, at, at least for me, when I've had the opportunity, and, and you know, when you've called upon me, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'm we're there, because it is a beautiful thing to be able to cancel a stamp. Because one thing about that ink that you put on that stamp, once it's done, I mean, it's it's forever. It cannot be redone. You know, you cannot go back and recreate the date. So once that date is done, I mean, that's something in the history book forever and ever. And it was kind of like what we did there at uh, at Treasure Island. I have noticed, too, that even with, you know, the advent of email, of course, which is cut in huge to the Postal Service and all the private delivery uh, companies and, and all the things that we get delivered from special vans from those uh, online companies, 
people still use the post office, especially, I mean, the lines are around the block, but at Christmas time, people still want registered mail. There's just something about dealing with, with the post office, knowing that the government is behind it. It just seems much more official, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, it, it's so true. And, you know, last time I was there, I had mentioned this because it, it came up about the, the lost art. You know, I remember when I was in high school, that lost art of, uh, you know, collecting stamp collectors. And there's still a few people out there that does that stamp collection, and it, it's like, wow, you know, people don't think about that, but it's something tied into the post office with collecting stamps, and you're like, you're waiting to see, well, what's the next stamp that's going to come out? You know, um, so we have folks there that stand up and just ready for that next stamp and really keep in touch with that piece. So, yeah, the, the community has always been connected with the Postal Service, and um, it, it's, it, it's just something that the post office we're in every community, and uh, we serve the, the the folks in our community. Um, Abraham, I have in my hand um, a another cancellation that was given to me at the ceremony on Treasure Island about the Airmail 100 transcontinental centennial flight that happened on September uh, in in September 2020. So that was also during the pandemic, and. Um, I, I really think that, that that's amazing, and I learned about the franking, uh, the franking device that you use for the stamp. Those oftentimes get destroyed unless they're going to a museum. Is, is that right? Yes, that, that, that is so true. And uh, I actually got a chance to, uh, that bag, I got a chance to sign that mail bag, too, on that day at Treasure Island. So that was, that was pretty neat because they had done it, like you say, uh, last year when I was gone during the pandemic, and uh, he gave me an opportunity to sign the bag. That is actually going to be in the museum. That that was a, a lesson well well learned there um, when we did that event. Two of my favorite things in the last 20 years: one, stamps you don't have to lick them; they're stickers. And two, mm -hmm. they say forever on them. Gone are the days if a stamp goes up three cents. Everybody had to buy a whole bunch of three cent stamps to throw on with their old stamps as well. We have been speaking with Abraham Cooper, San Francisco Postmaster for the United States Postal Service. Uh, Postmaster Cooper, thank you so much for your time. Good to talk to you again. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful day. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. No doubt. And Karen, we just have about a minute here. Um, got your note that this is our 100th show, huh? It is. And I also wanted to mention that if people are interested in being able to get the cachet that has the tall ship or the, the Treasure Island memorabilia on it, that they can they can go to the salesporttalk.com website and there's a video of the ceremony, but also there's a link to the website that takes them to the caches. So it, uh, there is still possible to get those, those special postal cancellations for like about three more days. I always said the show had a lot of cachet. <laughs> it does. And a hundred times we've done, a, we've done this a hundred times. You think, there's still a lot about you I don't, I and all the listeners don't know yet, Rick, you know. Oh, uh, well, I try to stay opaque. I know, but yeah, I can't see through you. I, I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a virtual stranger, especially on Skype. All right, coming up next, we will continue the talk, and we will go uh, with the Consul General of Peru. We'll do that next on Sports Byline. Rick Tittle, Karen Lyle, come on back.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. I hosted a ceremony for the United States Postal Service on Treasure Island in San Francisco, celebrating the 81st anniversary of the Golden Gate International Exhibition and also the bicentennial of the independence of Peru. Here are the remarks of Treasure Island Museum President Mike Hanahan and also the Pacific Interclub Yachting Association Commodore Patty Mangan, who were both recognized in this ceremony. Thank you, Karen, and thank you so much, Postmaster Cooper, and both of you for the honor of being part of your Building Bridges event today. As you've already heard, Treasure Island uh, was built for the Golden Gate Expo in order to celebrate the completion of the Golden Gate Bridge and the Bay Bridge here in San Francisco. The theme of that World's Fair was Pacific Unity, and it included the participation of many countries across Asia, North America, and South America, including our co-honoree today, Peru. We at the Treasure Island Museum aspire to continue the spirit of that diversity, the unity, and the inclusion in our exhibitions and our monthly online lectures where we explore social topics such as art and architecture at the fair, including those wonderful Peruvian sculptures, racial equity, LGBTQ, and women's issues. We explore science and engineering topics such as aviation through the Pan Am Clippers that flew out of here, and also through things like urban planning and the climate change and sea level rise, which are definitely topics of today. Finally, we have to cover the rich legacy of the Navy, which included the Port Chicago Mutiny trial, which was held here, and the great achievements of Admiral Chester Nimitz, who lived and died here and worked here on Treasure Island and near Babuena Island. We hope to live up to the original high expectations of, of the fair and build bridges of our own by becoming a community resource for island residents and visitors from around the world as Treasure Island becomes San Francisco's newest neighborhood and the museum reopens here in Building One as part of that redevelopment. Hello, everybody. I am very grateful for this opportunity to receive this special USPS Building Bridges Postal Cancellation Cachet. I'm honored. And I represent the Pacific Interclub Yacht Association, celebrating our 125th anniversary this year. This opportunity to be part of such an important moment in time to recognize the Golden Gate International Exposition in which PICYA actually had a very large exhibit as well as we organized regattas and um, basically we're a part of the organization of the event. This year we're going to celebrate that by joining together all the yacht clubs. I've called on 107 yacht clubs to parade around Treasure Island clockwise together in one direction <laughs> and to celebrate our unity and community. Thank you for that and welcome back to sports byline usa rick tittle with you it's the first hour on a tuesday we are joined by karen lyle from salesporttalk.com we have another guest scheduled um dominic has left him a few messages when we get him we'll throw him on the air we have karen lyle with us and uh, karen um we need to throw a little after 100 episodes need to throw a little thanks to uh latitude 38 which is one of the best sailing magazines out there and if you think about the summer solstice, this is supposed to go down in June. Does it look like we might actually have it? 
Um, yes, actually. And um, they have people can sign up for that online anywhere. They are going planning to be out on the water, and it's really just about people telling their stories about where they are in the world and what they're doing with sailing. And certainly a lot of people are sailing right now because um, it's a very good way to socially distance and have a great time in, in nature and, and on the water. Um, any update on the America's Cup? Because, you know, we have the first weekend coming up here on Saturday, and yet we heard that, that Auckland went into some new lockdown. Where are we right now? Um, well, they actually were able to continue with the America's Cup because the, the teams had been certified uh, for operation under the COVID circumstances in the different phases, the different levels of lockdown before they started all of the, the, the races. But the issue really was, um, was that when they found the first COVID case, they didn't know how widespread it was. And so they had like a 72 hour lockdown, but after that, they were able to continue with the product up. And so that was completed. And as you know, it's going to be Italy against New Zealand. Um, so we're expecting to be talking about the new races coming up uh, for the actual America's Cup next week or the week after, depending upon what happens with COVID. Yeah, the earliest they can go is Wednesday the 10th now instead of uh, Saturday. And the delay, what does that mean? Well, mostly it would be for weather forecasting and to strategize on that, right? Right. I mean, it's always been known that you might have to change the, the date because if the weather's not favorable, and, and what I mean is if there's no wind, you can't go anywhere. And if there's too much wind, you know, it's, it, it can cause, um, it can break the boat and be hazardous to the lives of the, of the sailors out there on the water. So the race committee is the one that determines, you know, the, the you know, who, who is, you know, what's going to happen there's usually more than one race course. It gets altered based on the directions of the wind sometimes. Um, so there's a lot of different variables in, in every in every game. I think one of the more fascinating things, and even after all these shows we haven't brought it up yet, is something called the Measurement Committee. And on Monday, uh, yesterday, was the final day for the boats to say, here are our configurations, which was telling the exact specific details on everything, the hull, the rig, the foils, and the precise weight. So you can't change your mind now if you don't like the way the weather's going. They are basically stuck with what they submitted, correct? Right. They have to conform to what they call the box rule, which is, um, you know, there's certain specifications that, that the boats can and can't have. And what all of these um, these races have been about up until now has been getting out on the water, testing the boats, seeing how fast they go in comparison to the competition, and changing the design. But now, here we are. We're going to go with what we've got, and it's going to be very exciting to see what happens. I, I read an article, I don't know, the other day, talking about how the America's Cup, the, the organizers of it, they, without saying it out loud, they want all-round boats that can do anything. They don't want just a boat that's good at hacking or just a boat that's super fast. They sort of feel like to show off the sport, they want a boat that can do everything pretty well without being, you know, excellent at just one thing. As I said, is, do you think that's true, that that's kind of the underlying factor to some of this stuff? 
Well, I think they have to take into consideration not only um, speed and um, and interest for for the design teams and the sailors and 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 the sailing community at large, but they also take into consideration what makes a good race. Um, and that's been one of the things that that Christopher Kane and I have been, you know, having our our conversations about because he likes the catamarans, and I think this this new monohull foiling boat is pretty cool. Um, you know, but it's all about how can you push the boats? How you know how can it, how can it be exciting for the people who are watching and participating as well? I think what's also kind of interesting too, and I'm not accusing either team, New Zealand or Italy, of any type of skullduggery, but apparently there is a way if you want to change something out, is to say that it broke. And but and if you don't want to replace it with the exact same thing, you have to make a major case. And so they don't think like you're changing your mind after the fact. But you know those Italians, they're cheaters. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, have, you ever, no. have you ever heard about a little, you know, gamesmanship like this? Well, and, and, you know, a, a good word for the Italians whom I love. <laughs> Rick, you, you, you're, you're always known for, for your good sense of humor and, and for, for what you do. And I'm always known for uh, trying to put the best face on everything. So we're an interesting yes. pair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw Breaking Away, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So the Italians, they put the bike, bike pump in the spokes. Uh, I, I, I kid, but what I'm, what I'm trying to, I mean, look, the Italians deserve their way there. They crushed the United States in a shutout. They only let team UK, uh, win once they've got a great thing going. And I would imagine too, in a way, if you can talk about which team this, this, this favors, this delay, I would probably say the champs because New Zealand has been sitting on their hands for months and the Italians are raring to go. And now they have to try to cool down a little bit and, and try and cool off that hot streak. So if there's any benefit, I would think probably it would be to the New Zealanders because they're already used to waiting. Well, I think there's, there's, there's pluses and minuses on, on the plus side, they've been able to watch the Italians race and study, study and, and see what's happening, see what their boat is, see how it performs um, on the minus side, there is no substitute for being out there on the water and being able to race against your competitor. So um, I think that that they're probably handicapped by not being on the water as much as they're advantaged by it. And so I, I'm not sure that that's – I don't think there's any way of predicting who's going to win this race. I think it's so close that um, that it's going to be – it's going to be – it's going to be a – a puff of wind or a, a, a tactical, you know, decision or something that's going to make the difference. I know that there was a request uh, for a um, an interpretation of the rules that went down last summer, and they talked about having a jury uh, having to answer a question about some of the things configured with the arms as well. And, and when I saw that, all I could think of was jury. Who is adjudicating this, and what? What you don't get a jury duty notice. So is this part of just the? Um, I mean, you would think you would want something a little more arbitrary or independent. But do you know who the jury is? Um, you know, I actually, I I believe that the box rule, and this I'm not certain of, so I, I will get back to it. But I believe it's the World Sailing Organization that has done this in the past and i have to i haven't looked that one up for this particular one because each america's cup is different they will basically submit their um 
you know, their challenge and the fact that they're going to have the race to um, to an independent organization. I know that SailGP recently uh, asked um, World Sailing to to do the the judging, as it were, this you know, the maintaining or of the rules and the standards. And I can tell you this: that when you mentioned before about you know them being able to petition for a change if something's broken, anything that anyone does to change a rule or to make some decision like that is going to be fraught with much drama and debate. And so it, it, it would, it would be hard to, to, to change things at this point, I think. You know, we have seen in sports before um, teams or individuals at the Olympics win something. And then after the fact, because of a, a drug test or maybe someone was ineligible on a team or there was some sort of video evidence after the fact that we did get an award going the other way. Have we had a case of a boat crossing the finish line and yay, we won. And it's like, wait, hold on. We didn't realize you did this earlier. We didn't realize you didn't get around this buoy. We, you bumped into this thing. Does that, is that rather common or very, very uncommon? Well, I would say that it certainly happens that there are, there are, penalties or things that, that come up that cause a person to lose to, um, to who won the race to, to actually have the, the trophy taken away from them. In the America's Cup, you know Christopher King is, is a history buff on that, and he's been following it back forever. And I only started with the America's Cup um, back in um, when it was in San Francisco, and, and the boats sailed around, you know, raced around my, my little boat as a mark. And so I'm a, I'm a non- racing sailor who has become an avid fan of, of racing because I'm just so fascinated by the, you know, the way this all works and, and, and the passion that people have. And I love design. I'm kind of geeky in that way, you know, so I, I can't answer to that specifically, but as far as all of the his, historic history, because my history is very recent on that, but we have to ask that to Christopher. I think it's a great question. Well, the one thing I do know, which I find fascinating is that if, and this is all in real time too, during a race, if you think an opponent has broken a rule in the America's Cup, you make an official protest, the umpires, if they agree with you while the race is going on, the other boat has to go back 50 meters, and when it's exactly 50 meters, they go, okay, now the race restarts. I, I found that fascinating that that actually happens, but I guess it's, uh, it's the only way to try to make it fair, right? Well, they have, you know, there's the protest and then there's the penalty. And, um, you know, it's interesting to see how they push it. And certainly in the America's Cup races, I mean, the, re- the races that we had um, previous to this for the Challenger, uh, the Prada Cup and the, and, the, and the December races, we saw, we saw the, the boats, the, the tacticians basically coming up with strategies as to how they were going to maybe try and push the other team into a penalty. And, and where the penalties oftentimes show uh, is going to be in the right of, right of way rules, you know, because basically it has to do with how fast the boat, how fast you're going in relationship to the other boat, whether you're overtaking and also whether, um, which way the wind is going, where, where your sail is set according to the wind. And so there's, there's these complex rules that unless you know sailing and right of way rules, you may not be able to understand how that team is is pushing it but you know certainly that's what happened between uh, italy and and um 
and UK on this last race that we had is that both teams pushed each other to try and get a penalty happening. Well, anyway, we want to make sure everybody checks out salesporttalk.com, latitude38.com, summersalesness.com. Um, unfortunately, the Council General of Peru couldn't join us, but it is their bicentennial from the days of Fernando uh, Pizarro all the way to the uh, Incan. Uh, I mean, it's just they have a fascinating oh. uh, history there. We'll, we'll yeah. have him back. I think there was there might have just been a technical glitch because I know that he was on call for this Um Oh, no, he wasn't. Bring, we we uh, left him three messages. No, I mean, I know that he planned on it because I just talked to him yesterday. Oh, so, he told so, me he uh, hates you. <laughs> no, I know him very well. But I'll, I'll, right. I'll arrange for him to come back. No, no worries on that. All right. Hey, Karen, have a great uh, weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, kiddo. Okay, that sounds great. Bye-bye. Right. I'm Rick Tittle. Lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on Sports Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. 
credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, thank you for that. We still have another couple hours. Sister Soldier coming up. Her new book, Life After Death, in the next hour. Bruce Marshall from The Gold Sheet. And Emma Ryan Yamakazi. Very, very cool film. Koshin, Japan's Field of Dreams. Um, <clears throat> I'm one of those people who doesn't think Field of Dreams is classic. And I, I saw Bull Durham once, and you, you couldn't pay me to sit through that movie again. I, I just thought Tim Robbins was so disgusting. I thought Susan Sarandon was ugly. I thought Chris, Kevin Costner was a hate, hateable figure. Uh, <laughs> so this, field, this quotient is way better than any Field of Dreams in my book. Um, a happy birthday to Mauricio Pochettino, as I call him, the Italian way, but Pochettino, the former Argentine international who gave up a penalty to Michael Owen in the World Cup, but of course now the head coach of Paris Saint-Germain, but took me to the heights of the Champions League final. I wish he had never been fired. He's a much, much better fit to Tottenham than Jose Mourinho is. Uh, I root for Jose Mourinho, but if I could have uh, Poch back, I would take him right now. All right, another two hours to go. We got a little news break. You can skip it. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Radio News with Lance Pride. Tuesday is Read Across America Day and cancel culture strikes again. Dr. Seuss, a.k.a. Theodore Geisel, has been dropped from the annual Read Across America event by the Virginia school system. Dr. Seuss books have long been a staple of the program. Cancel culturists say it's because the books allegedly have strong racial undertones. Dr. Seuss died at his home in La Jolla, California in the fall of 1991. A federal judge on January 29th sentenced former FBI attorney Kevin Kleinsmith to 12 months of probation for forging an email that resulted in one of several major errors in the application to spy on former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. 
29-year-old Brittany Gosney, an Ohio mother, has been charged with killing her 6-year-old son and disposing of his body in the Ohio River. Gosney has been charged with murder, abuse of a corpse, and tampering with evidence in the death of her son, James Hutchinson. USA Radio News. Can you really believe the news? So much spin. Americans just don't trust big media. And if you're really tired of the old news, check out Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing network in America. It's on all major cable systems. Each night, watch Newsmax TV and see big shows with Sean Spicer, Greg Kelly, Lindsey Keith, Stinchfield, and Rob Schmidt. They're exposing Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's surprising agenda. So tune into Newsmax anytime. If your cable doesn't carry it, call them and tell them you can go to another service that does. Or you can download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. It's free, and you can watch it anywhere in the world. Newsmax is also free on TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. And millions of people watch Newsmax on Roku, YouTube, Pluto, Zumo, Apple TV, and more. There's a reason 30 million Americans watch Newsmax TV all the time. Check it out today. Newsmax is real news for real people. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday agreed to decide the legality of a decades-old congressional decision to exclude Puerto Rico from a federal program that provides benefits to low-income elderly, blind, and disabled people. Many Puerto Ricans have long complained that the Caribbean island's residents are treated worse than other Americans despite being U.S. citizens. Utility bills got you down? You're not alone. That prediction comes from fourth-generation oil and gas professional Jay Young of Dallas Space King Operating. You know, not natural gas, but your gasoline at the pump is going to go up, and it's going to go up substantially. I mean, we've already seen gasoline prices over the last two to three months go up 30, 40 cents, and it's not going to, it's, and it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better anytime soon. Jay Young tells us to expect $4 a gallon later this year. We're going to be paying a lot more. We'll be paying $4 at the pump by the end of this year. From the USA Radio News Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The Biden administration continues to erode immigration policies set by former President Trump. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau has more. President Joe Biden has changed a number of Trump-era policies since coming into office, specifically reversing a number of the former president's orders on immigration. But Congresswoman Nancy Mace says that too many of President Biden's policies are focused on reversing those of his predecessor. The South Carolina Republican tells Fox News that Washington's focus should instead be on the American people. The Biden administration is trying to literally undo everything good, especially that the Trump administration did. Under his administration, we had record unemployment, not only for women, but black and brown African Americans, Hispanic Americans, hardworking Americans. And we want, everyone wants, I think, to have free trade with our neighbors. We want to support and be allies to our neighboring countries here and abroad. But we've got to take a, take a stand and work for the American people. That's why we're here today for nobody else but us and to pull us up, uh, to get us through COVID-19 pandemic, to keep our doors open, to keep businesses open, to put kids in school. And we're failing right now. Moving away from working with all lawmakers, Biden has now signed more than 40 executive orders, actions, and memorandums. 
Officials with the Arizona Department of Health say those 55 and older will now be eligible for receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Officials are calling the arrangement a hybrid approach that will allow those 55 and older to get shots alongside frontline essential workers. USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. With the coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Coming up next, we are scheduled to have Sister Soldier, who uh, I first heard about when Bill Clinton was president after the uh, Rodney King riots, and uh, she made the remark of... Um, black people killing black people and she said why don't we just spend a week where we kill white people and Bill Clinton went nuts over that and he criticized her he criticized Jesse Jackson for letting her be in the Rainbow Coalition and now that's it's a phrase it's a sister soldier moment it's kind of been coined to in a politician's uh, repudiation of something uh, in their own political faction so uh, she published a memoir a couple years after that, and then she made her debut as a novelist um, called Coldest Winter Ever, and uh, her new book called Life After Death, with the, uh, the same protagonist uh, as well, Winter Santiago. So we'll talk to Sister Soldier on the other side, also Bruce Marshall coming up in about a half hour. And we got Emma Ryan Yamakazi joining us live from Japan uh, as well. And um, I always know that England is eight hours ahead of the West Coast and the continent is nine hours ahead. And then when it comes to the Far East, I remember the Sydney Olympics, the interviews I was doing, they were 14 hours ahead, sometimes 16 hours ahead. It's hard to figure out sometimes, 12 hours ahead. Just know that it's tomorrow. We'll be speaking to her on Wednesday. We'll ask her how the future is 
1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get it in and get it heard wherever you might happen to be listening. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job keeping us safe. You stay safe and hope to see you at home uh, very, very soon. We're also on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, and uh, CRN Digital Plus 2 Cable Radio Network Channel. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on. Save big during Power Talk Tools DIY Day Sale at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on socket sets, impact wrenches, and more. Right now, get $10 off a 200-piece mechanics tool set, plus earn double O rewards points. That means you'll get to your next reward even faster. Visit the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts today or shop O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to da or any da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check out Rick Tittle. What is going on? Nice to have you with us coast to coast around the world. AFN. Let me get Sister Soldier uh, talk about her new book. We'll put her on the air. <clears throat> um, you know, last week mentioned some allegations of sexually inappropriate behavior from Mickey Calloway, who was the Mets manager and before that the Cleveland Indians pitching coach and now the Anaheim the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Orange County of Southern California uh, pitching coach. Um, he was suspended after these uh, allegations. And The Athletic, which initially reported the story about inappropriate conduct, uh, has now added to that uh, this morning. <clears throat> More women have come forward to say that Callaway made them uncomfortable uh, by sending them inappropriate message or photos and um, we will talk about that in a second. But uh, we are happy to have author and activist Sister Soldier with us. Her new book, which is out today from Emily Bessler and Atria Books, is called Life After Death. Sister Soldier, Santiago Winter, she's back after 20 years. Uh, what was the decision to uh, bring this iconic figure back to the pages? Well, in the coldest winter ever, I think Winter Santiago uh, gained a global fan base, and everyone loved her. Uh, I think that the story of a drug dealer's daughter and, you know, the daily thoughts and feelings and actions and hustle of that daughter uh, really connected with a lot of people. And But at the end of the coldest winter ever, Winter is sentenced to 15 years in prison, and she had to serve a mandatory minimum, which means she had to serve every single day of 15 years. So I didn't want to bring a sequel out immediately as though prison is not real, as though, you know, these weren't serious consequences and that this lifestyle, you know, has its, its downside. I wanted to illustrate that clearly. So by having the absence of the presence of Winter Santiago, who everybody loved, it gave everybody the chance to know and to understand what it feels like when you lose somebody to incarceration. That's very interesting, and I would imagine in your head, maybe not every day or night, but you were kind of forming what you were going to do after the sentence, what you were going to write about her? How many times did that story kind of change in your head? Well, actually, um, I wanted to write the sequel immediately after the coldest winter ever, but for the reason I just described, I did not. And I moved on to writing the Midnight series, and there are three books that that focus on the character Midnight, who was the original love interest of Winter Santiago in the coldest winter ever. So once I moved on to Midnight, to be honest with you, I really was not forming the coldest winter ever sequel in my mind. I was more focused on the whole world and universe of characters in the Midnight series. And when I did think about Winter is when I released uh, a deeper love inside the Porsche Santiago story, and Porsche was the younger middle sister of Winter Santiago. So I've had a whole, a whole series of characters and books 
in between uh, the coldest winter ever and my new book, which came out today, Life After Death. When you were in, in high school, you know, a lot of us don't realize if we're being indoctrinated or not, or, you know, we, we just want to get a good grade and get the class over with. But for you, very early on, you noticed that your people of your heritage were not being represented and you were just getting one side of the story. How young were you? I mean, because you were very young when you kind of started to speak out uh, against this. Um, I, I'm amazed at your maturity because I said most high school kids just want to, you know, get to football practice or, you know, <laughs> whatever, get to the mall. Uh, but this something, it, it dawned on you very early, didn't it? <clears throat> Yeah, well, I think um, when I I read a Scholastic Reader, which is like a series of books that were targeted at very young children, and I actually read a Scholastic Reader about Harriet Tubman, and that was what gave me the understanding that there was this period in history, you know, called slavery, and that's kind of sparked my interest from, from kindergarten moving forward. So I was in a constant state of looking into it because, of course, when you go to the library, you, you wouldn't see a lot of books about people that look like myself. And so I had to make a special effort to learn about the history and culture of African people. So, so I did. By the way, we're about the same age. I remember those scholastic readers very well. <laughs> um, yeah, they came I, in a box set. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but just, you know, for you, and look, I, uh, I live in the Bay Area on the Oakland side, and, and I, you know, I, I grew up, uh, you know, with very diverse neighborhood, but I'm still a white guy, you know, and it's it, I have the white experience, despite the fact. It doesn't matter how many friends I have of any other heritage. It's my experience. So where are we right now with, with America? Because... From going to Obama to Trump was about as stark as it gets, but with Black Lives Matter, that I mean, it's still going to take generations to get people out of out of poverty. It's never nothing's going to change overnight. But where are we with the state of things when you were growing up in the Bronx to where we are now? Have we made strides, or is it a lot of window dressing? Well, I mean, uh, it's both. I mean, of course, because people put forth the effort, uh, we've made strides. You know, it would be terrible if you can put forth an effort and there be no reward for it. So, of course, that has happened. But there is something about the nature of systems and institutions and power uh, that's incompatible with uh, uh, trying to understand change. So individuals can make powerful, uh, meaningful strides. Uh, So Obama becoming president, of course, that's meaningful. Uh, Kamala Harris becoming vice president, of course, it's meaningful. Will it change the system of power in America? I doubt it, okay, Um, because systems of power don't change that easily. So, uh, yeah, we've made some strides, but the system is still in place, and, of course, People in power want to, uh, to maintain the present arrangement of power, and they have the resources to keep reinforcing that power. So until 
the collective consciousness of the people who are not in power, you know, really of all races, the collective consciousness of, of that group changes, it will be very difficult to impossible to actually change the system that mass produces the conditions that exist in our country. Yes, very well said. And, and even though it's very slow, hopefully we are headed in that direction. We have been speaking with Sister Soldier. The new book, Life After Death, the protagonist, Winter Santiago, is back. It is available brand new today, hardcover from Emily Bessler and Atria Books. Sister Soldier, thank you so much for coming on the show. Congratulations on the latest book, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road. Thank you for welcoming me. I appreciate it. All right, no doubt about it. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with open on the other side, 1-800-878-PLAY. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Clown you, girl. Welcome back to the show. Bruce Marshall coming up in the next segment. <clears throat> and uh, lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. You might see that uh, today is the uh, anniversary of uh, from uh, an event that happened in 1962 in Hershey, Pennsylvania, where Will Chamberlain of the Warriors come out to play. Put 100 points on the Knicks. Still the NBA record. Only one to get there. Also, other NBA records in that game. <clears throat> the most points and a half. 59. Can you imagine that? If you got... <laughs> that was the first half. If you got 50... That's the thing I think we think, oh, 100, that's a lot. 59 points would be national headlines if you were Steph Curry nowadays. I mean, when someone gets to 50 now, we all hear about it. Um, he also made 36 shots, which is an NBA record. He attempted 63 shots, which is an NBA record. Remember Kobe's last game? He shot the ball 50 times. Now, he was a guard, but still. Uh, that's a record. And also, he made 28 free throws. That might be the most impressive of it all. But here's the thing to remember about what Will Chamberlain meant to the Warriors and to the league and to the world and to sports. He played four games in five nights. Talk about load management. This is This is the line of the four games. 67 points. 65 points, 61 points, then the 100-point game. Earlier that year, he had got to 78 and 73. So if you say, well, he was playing against some schlubs, you're not wrong. Um, but I'll give this to Wilt. He was playing against the best basketball players in the world at that time. Now, 
obviously they weren't the most talented guys that were out there. It's sort of like the United States World Cup team. I, in 1990, that team that we sent to Italy, Bob Gansner took a college all-star team. I could probably find you two guys right now kicking the ball around uh, in Richmond or Oakland or <laughs> San Francisco that probably have more talent. <clears throat> but my point is all Will can do is play the guys who are in front of him. You know, that's all you can do. The, the, the way I respond to something like that you know, it's like my team Tottenham beat Burnley 4 uh Sunday, and they go, well, it's Burnley. My, th- my quote is, quote, my feeling is that's what you're supposed to do to a team like Burnley is beat them 4 nothing, And those are the problems they were having. So if they would lose to Newcastle or they would have a three-goal lead at, against West Ham, uh, 3 nothing in the 82nd minute, and then have it be a 3-3 draw. So, look, you can only play who's in front of you. So big shout out to uh, Wilt. But anyway, I just want to uh, finish up about this Mickey Calloway thing, because as I mentioned, The Athletic has reported some new things today. Uh, One of them, as I mentioned, is that more women have come forward to say that Calloway made them uncomfortable by sending them inappropriate messages and or pictures and made uh, unwanted advances as well. Now, one of the dumbest things I could ever hear any man say is, oh, like, you know, in some, just let's say it's some meat market bar, right, where half the girls are there to hook up and 100% of the men are there to hook up, right? It's just some scuzzy meat market bar. And some guy's like, oh, don't talk to a girl. Don't ask her out. You're going to get into trouble. That's just one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. There's a way, it's called having tact. Uh, there's a way you can ask a woman out without making an unwanted sexual advance. You know, there's, there's a way of doing it. Uh, and then when you hear no, then you withdraw. You don't send pictures. You don't make, uh, dirty comments and, or, you know, little texts and all that other stuff. But what we found out from the athletic today is that in 2017, an angry husband, repeatedly called the Indians team fan services department and complained that Callaway had sent pornographic material to his wife. Now this is big, not because it's porno, but it means the Indians knew. The content of those calls were relayed, according to The Athletic now, to Chris Antonetti. Chris Antonetti is president of the Indians. The GM at the time, Michael Chernoff, and Tito, the manager, Terry Francona. They all heard about it. And Antonetti, by the way, has already said he never heard about any of this. So uh, additionally, an MLB security officer contacted the husband and told him, Mickey wants this to go all the way. And then the husband later emailed MLB directly about Callaway as well. And then here's more. Over the past month, The Athletic has interviewed 22 people who interacted with Callaway during his years in the Indians organization, including 12 current and former employees. They said that Callaway's sexual indiscretions permeated the workplace to such an extent 
that would have it would have been difficult for top officials to not be aware of his behavior, and they push back against any assertion that Callaway's actions, when made public by the Athletic last month, caught team executives or MLB by surprise. One Indians employee said, I laughed out loud when I saw the quote that they said it was the worst kept secret in baseball because it was. It was the worst kept secret in the organization. End quote. So, where things currently stand with Callaway, as I said, he's under suspension from the Angels and is under investigation by his own team and by MLB. One of the biggest takeaways in this new report, once again, <clears throat> is trying uh, Antonetti trying to sweep it under the rug. His Antonetti's his declaration to to quote it. There had never been any complaints against Mickey in his time with us, either to me or to our human resources department or other leaders. Uh, these comments hit me the wrong way. Oh, this is from an Indians employee. These comments hit me the wrong way. I know that's the way Chris had to do it and run things, but the amount of people in that organization who know all about that stuff, I don't know that he can face his staff now. Well, listen, when you say these people had to know about it, I don't buy that. Because I think there are times when somebody, like, I don't, like, if you ask Tito Francona, look, these guys on the road, they're all hounds, okay? And women keep throwing themselves at them, and so a lot of times these women get treated like sex objects because that's what they're basically doing with their lives. And it's all pretty gross and sad, especially for the women. But um, to say that, oh, these, everybody knew, um, I don't like, but when you have, I mean, if, if this husband of the employee has the emails and Mickey Calloway is lucky that this guy didn't shoot him because when you start doing something like that to a guy's wife, I'm telling you, you're, you're risking getting shot <laughs> or at least walking to your car, getting galoolied in the shins or just. Probably what the guy should have done is just confront him face to face and and ask him. And if the the guy lied and say, okay, well, I called you out and you back down and you're a liar. And if he admitted it, then you punch him in the face. And it doesn't matter how small you are or how big he is. Uh, if you're if you think you're in the right, you got to stand up to him. But this whole thing about oh, it was the worst kept secret. Oh, everybody know. I think that's BS. I think a lot of people probably knew. But you can't just take everybody and say, oh, Antonetti knew for sure. Antonetti, Antonetti knew for sure if you can follow this paper trail of these emails. And that is where it's going to sting. And it's going to sting MLB, too, if this guy, as the Athletic reported, went to MLB. But after all this, there's no way Mickey Calloway is going to be the pitching coach of the Angels this year. Even if he's innocent, and I'm not here to cast aspersions or to judge somebody because I wasn't there. Uh, if there's smoke, there's fire. Most times, not always. I don't want to give him a scarlet letter, but I can tell you that he is going to be persona non grata very soon. Because um, here's the thing. One person coming out could be insane, could not be insane. 12, 12 people coming out, that's a lot to deny. <laughs> and if you think the Angels 
want to go on the road and fly into whatever town you want, and instead of being asked about Shoei Otani and Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon, they're going to be asked, so what's up with Callaway? Where are we now with that? What's the lawsuit look like? What has been alleged? They don't want it. They're trying to win baseball games. They want any part of that type of trash. So I don't know if Callaway is going to keep his job here. It certainly doesn't look like it. Let's talk a little hockey on the other side with our buddy Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet. Come on back. And now more straight talk from Straight Talk. The big wireless companies say they're the only way to get the best coverage. Because they've got like a kajillion cell towers? Something like that. But Straight Talk Wireless runs on those same towers, so you get the same great networks for up to 50% less. I wonder if they're counting that one in Kickapoo, Kansas. Oh, boy. Switch today and get our unlimited plan for just 45 bucks a month with 25 gigs at high speeds and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. With COVID continuing to spread, nothing matters more than having an accurate thermometer that's backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies like the Exergen temporal scanner. Even after getting the COVID vaccine, you should be monitoring for fever to make sure you are protected. Keep your family and yourself safe by trading up your non-contact thermometer for an accurate temporal scanner and a $5 rebate from Exergen, where accuracy matters. Details at exergen.com. 
as Gotch brings it in. Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores! cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. And uh, on Tuesdays, we like to catch up with our good buddy Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet, goldsheet.com in Vegas, for all your prognostication requirements. And we talk a little hockey. Bruce, uh, speaking of your Golden Knights who are playing well, um, Mark andre Fleury, uh, I still... I mean, I know that Matt Murray emerged and won a Stanley Cup, and he got to the point where he waived his no trade, and he said, just put me in an expansion draft, and Vegas pounced on him, and he was their second pick, by the way. But uh, it, it's just amazing that this guy was sort of written off when he was 33 years old, and, and he's playing better. This is a guy who started for Canada when they won a gold medal. He was the number one overall pick uh, of the Penguins. It, it just seems weird now that anybody ever doubted this guy. Yeah, it does, uh, Rick. He just seems to get better with age almost. And this is the most impressive. The start this season, Rick, um, if they awarded uh, postseason honors right now, I think, you know, Vesna would be uh, Fleury. Um, he sort of usurped Robin Leonard now as the number one. And uh, by the way, that's that's a move, the sort of move Vegas made. They spent a lot of money on Leonard, and I'm not sure that's going to pan out. So they better not be making too many more moves like that. But Fleury's back is the unquestioned number one right now. I mean, his goals against is about 1.6 or so at this point. He's been absolutely fantastic. And, uh, yeah, he just continues to do it. And, uh you know, there's a lot of talk they're going to move one of those goals, mainly Fleury, after they signed Leonard to that big uh, contract. And uh, the, the Golden Knights uh, and Kelly McCrimmon kept them both. And now they're glad they held on to Fleury. He's been absolutely outstanding. And, uh, yeah, he, he looks as good, uh, good as ever in goal. Crazy stuff. When I look at the the teams in the NHL, and normally during a season you have a team that's, you think is the best team, and then maybe somebody supplants them because there's so much parity usually in hockey. But for basically the entire season, I mean, the champs have been the best team. And I know it's not easy to repeat, and we're still, you know, in the first half of the season. But when I look at Tampa Bay, as much as I want to talk up the Leafs or the Bruins or your Knights or Canes, anyone else, it's still all roads lead through Tampa Bay at this point, don't they? Yeah. It seems like I'm actually down in Florida this week for babysitting, and I was in Tampa oh. yesterday. Uh, oh. the spring training game, actually, at the Yankees. But you go into Tampa, and I mean, there's there's bolt stuff everywhere. I mean, they're talking more about the Lightning than they are the Bucks even. And uh, uh, you think they've been doing this without Nikita Kucherov, who, in a best case scenario, does get back in time for the playoffs. Uh, but they've been doing it without him. 
Uh, they just throttled Dallas the other night, 5 nothing. Now they've got to go into Dallas for a rematch tonight. We'll see how that goes. But Vasilevsky has been so good in goal. Uh, but uh, he's just one piece that just continues to work. I mean, this, this is the best roster in the league. I think the only thing they've got to worry about is more injuries, but they've been able to sustain themselves very nicely without Kucherov. He'll probably come back. Yeah, I think they're definitely the team to beat. And you wonder, you know, you always thought, I mean, the one thing this team didn't have was that success in the playoffs the whole way to win it. And now that they've got that, I mean, maybe that confidence, they uh, they got that bugaboo off of them. And they'll be tough again in the playoffs. I wouldn't bet against them, no. No doubt. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, when you look at how bad some of these teams are, um, and we we kind of talked about this last week with the Ducks and the Sens and the Wings, but one of the most amazing stats I've seen for the Red Wings, and even if it's not a proud franchise like Hockey Town USA and playing at the Joe and all the Stevie Y and all these great players, but that they had gone 0 for 39 on the power play, 14 straight games without a goal. Their conversion rate with the man advantage is 6.1%. I think they could throw you and me out there and we could get could get one, and, and, and I can tell you that I stink. So what the hell is going How can they be – I mean, I understand being bad, but how can they be ridiculously bad like that? I know, but I heard you've got a rocket shot from the blue line there, so you could be <laughs> stewarding the power play and do fine. They have stirred a little bit the last week, and you're very right, though. I mean, they, they have really – the power play has been on the flank the whole season. But you saw a little bit of life here uh, in the last uh, – a week when they won that game against, they scored five back-to-back nights against the back-to-back games, Preds and Blackhawks, and they got smoked on Sunday. But they were putting a lot of shots on Kent Lankin, and it looks like Jeff Blashill might have sort of figured out a little something schematically that works a little bit better for them. Some inside out, I mean, they're, they're dumping the puck in deep, and they are able to go in there and buzz and get possession and then fire it back out of the blue line and let those guys fire away. I think he's figured out we've just got to take more shots. And they weren't doing enough of that early. And uh, so Matt, I would keep an eye on the Red Wings the next couple weeks here because it looks like they might have figured some things out in the last week. Um, but, but we'll see. I mean, tonight this is an interesting game at Columbus, which is, by the way, another one of these teams struggling right now. And uh, to the point where Demel Kirkland and the GM had to uh, – give a vote of confidence to John Tortorella. But um, I would watch that situation very carefully. And if Detroit can go in there tonight and win, that would be uh, six straight losses for the Blue Jackets. That's a situation I would watch very closely in the coming weeks. A couple more questions for Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. Um, If you are a Ducks fan, um, I mean, you always want, if you're a terrible team, you, you want a hot prospect coming up. And they got this 19-year-old kid out of BU. Trevor Zagross, a center, finally made his debut. And it's at least it's something for the fans to try to finally feel good about. I know that they got that um, that kid, Jamie Drysdale. Um, he was, I think, the fourth or fifth overall pick. They like him on the blue line. But uh, if you're a Ducks fan, at least you got something, a reason to turn on the TV now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you'd rather have them be a little more competitive here. And, uh, yeah, Zegers, they're all excited about him. But short-term, I mean, they are still having major goal-scoring problems there. And uh, to the point, I mean, 
they're talking about moving out uh, Enrique and Rakel at the at the at the trade deadline. They're sort of the, to the point right now that even if you keep a couple of these uh, veteran guys who have been around when they were good, uh, is it worth it to keep paying them when you're still not going to win? And just let's just let let the the young roster ferment. Now the the Kings have done a little bit differently. The Kings kept a few of the, their guys, the Kopitars and the Browns and the Dowdies, and now the youngsters are starting to mesh around them. And the Kings are actually pretty good right now. The Ducks that hadn't happened yet, and they you, you wonder you if you're a Ducks fan, you don't want to maybe go to Ottawa and just get rid of everybody, get rid of Stone, get rid of Carlson, whoever else, and hang on to one or two of these guys that they may help be around when things turn around, but. There's, you know, short term, it just doesn't look that good. They just don't score enough goals. No matter how good John Gibson is, he can't win, shut out the opponent every game. So they got a goal scoring problem. They're not easy to watch right now. You know, I look at the Habs. The things got off to a great start in, in Montreal, and then they lose six out of seven, and they fire their coach. And I know Carey Price hasn't been playing great, but. And how Montreal is it that you fire Claude Julien and you replace him with Dominique Duchamp? Um, but you could say, well, we're in a little bit of a tailspin. To me, you're having a couple of bad weeks. Did they jump the gun, or was this kind of the the last nail in the coffin for Julien? I think they jumped the gun. I mean, they look like the best team in the league out of the blocks, and yeah, they had a little slump. But and Price had not been playing that great. Jake Allen, by the way, is in goal tonight, and they play Ottawa, so and he's actually been okay. The offense slowed down, but I thought that was a, that was a panic move, and they didn't even have Kirk Muller replace Julian, possibly because he's not fluent in French. So uh, Duchamp was the was a better choice for that regard. But I think they did jump, and I think Mark Bergevin, the GM, better look at himself in the mirror here. I mean, uh, maybe he's the one who should have gone. I mean, Julian's you know got a Stanley Cup; he's been a winner throughout his career. I thought that was very hasty on the part of Montreal, and you know the wicked wild north this year. Uh, that that that's turning in a pretty uh, competitive division up there north of the border, and uh, they better straighten things out if they want to make the playoffs. I I I'm not on board with that move, not at all. I think Julian deserved to see this thing out and see this thing turn around, and they were great, like I said, at the start of the season, too quick. Yeah, it did seem weird. Last question for you: Of all the teams that get hot and cold, one of the hottest uh, is Edmonton, and you know, 11 out of 13, and they didn't look like they were going to do anything despite Dreisaitl and McDavid, but are they really on the charge right now in that Canadian or North division, or is this just think, you know, the, the roller coaster of a season hot and cold? I tend to think it's more the latter, Rick, uh, because uh, they've gotten some unexpected, really good work in goal the last couple of weeks from Mike Smith. Who has the veteran who has tended to go run hot and cold in his career like that? Uh, but he's been definitely hot lately, and that was a, an unexpected boost for a team that the you know they were thinking okay we'll, we'll go with Koskinen as our number one. A lot of people thought they should have went after Jacob Markstrom a lot harder uh, in the uh, off season, and uh, Calgary got him instead. I'm not sure Smith can keep this up. Uh, but that's been a big, we know these guys can score goals and they're exciting, uh, but uh, is Mike Smith going to be able to keep delivering these sorts of efforts and goals? That's what we got to watch here as the uh, compressed season advances here. That's the name I use to check into motels too, I say. Mike Smith. All right, what's going on, Bruce, at the gold <laughs> sheet? 
Yeah, Rick, we're into March. Badness and all that. College hoops, big stuff. And I'm uh, updating that we got it every day. We got hoops up there with the new publication available every day. My story, I update the brackets there. And uh, all of our picks. That includes NHL. That's every day up at goldsheet.com. And my picks are there. They're also Vegas Insider and Donbass.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall. Make sure to check out the goldsheet.com. No one goes as in-depth as Bruce does. And uh, he's got all the numbers, and he's got the old-school touch as well. Bruce, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Okay, Ricky. Thank you. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline USA. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? 
He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. He would clown you. 1-800-878-PLAY. You ain't got no alibi. You're ugly. You're ugly. You're ugly. Okay. Uh, coming up in the next hour, Emma Ryan Yamakazi. And uh, she has uh, done a really cool movie. Uh, there are very few times I can call a movie cool when I've never seen it. <laughs> but this one is uh, very, very cool. Uh, a little note here about J.J. Uh, Watt, who, as we know yesterday during the show, signed with the Arizona Cardinals. And that is for him to wear a number 99. Uh, it has to become uh, unretired. Uh, number 99 isn't available right now. It's because it was uh, retired for uh, Marshall Goldberg. Marshall Goldberg, a college football Hall of Famer who played for the Chicago Cardinals uh, after being drafted in 1939, served in the Navy during uh, World War II. So um, Ellen Goldberg Tullis, who is the daughter of Marshall Goldberg, has said he to TMZ Sports, who else, he has my blessings and I'm sure my father would be more than delighted for him to carry it. Uh, she went on, quote, Well, I know my dad was really honored when they retired his number, but he's also always respected other players. And if J.J. Watt had the number 99 with him for a long time and it meant something to him, I think my dad would be delighted to let him use the number and unretire or whatever the proper word would be. Now, <clears throat> We don't even know if the Cardinals would agree to it. Maybe J.J. Watt wants a fresh start uh, as well. But I do remember when Barry Bonds, who wore 24 for his godfather, Willie Mays, when he came from the Pirates to the Giants, obviously the number was retired. And so he said, uh, Willie Mays said, take it down, let him wear it. I have no problem with it. And because Barry Bonds actually asked for it. And then Barry Bonds thought about it and he said, well, what am I thinking? Even he knew you know, as confident or egotistical, whatever, even he knew, he goes, I can't wear William May's number. He goes, I'll wear my dad's number. I'll wear 25. And that was more perfect anywhere. Wear your dad's. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour together. Get on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Tuesday is Read Across America Day and cancel culture strikes again. Dr. Seuss, a.k.a. Theodore Geisel, has been dropped from the annual Read Across America event by the Virginia school system. Dr. Seuss books have long been a staple of the program. Cancel culturists say it's because the books allegedly have strong racial undertones. Dr. Seuss died at his home in La Jolla, California in the fall of 1991. A federal judge on January 29th sentenced former FBI attorney Kevin Kleinsmith to 12 months of probation for forging an email that resulted in one of several major errors in the application to spy on former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. 29-year-old Brittany Gosney, an Ohio mother, has been charged with killing her 6-year-old son and disposing of his body in the Ohio River. Gosney has been charged with murder, abuse of a corpse, and tampering with evidence in the death of her son, James Hutchinson. USA Radio News. Can you really believe the news? So much spin. Americans just don't trust big media. And if you're really tired of the old news, check out Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing network in America. It's on all major cable systems. Each night, watch Newsmax TV and see big shows with Sean Spicer, Greg Kelly, Lindsey Keith, Stinchfield, and Rob Schmidt. They're exposing Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's surprising agenda. So tune into Newsmax anytime. If your cable doesn't carry it, call them and tell them you can go to another service that does. Or you can download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. It's free, and you can watch it anywhere in the world. Newsmax is also free on TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. And millions of people watch Newsmax on Roku, YouTube, Pluto, Zumo, Apple TV, and more. There's a reason 30 million Americans watch Newsmax TV all the time. Check it out today. Newsmax is real news for real people. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday agreed to decide the legality of a decades-old congressional decision to exclude Puerto Rico from a federal program that provides benefits to low-income elderly, blind, and disabled people. Many Puerto Ricans have long complained that the Caribbean island's residents are treated worse than other Americans despite being U.S. citizens. Utility bills got you down? You're not alone. That prediction comes from fourth-generation oil and gas professional Jay Young of Dallas-based King Operating. You know, not natural gas, but your gasoline at the pump is going to go up, and it's going to go up substantially. I mean, we've already seen gasoline prices over the last two to three months go up 30, 40 cents, and it's not going to, it's, and it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better anytime soon. Jay Young tells us to expect $4 a gallon later this year. We're going to be paying a lot more. We'll be paying $4 at the pump by the end of this year. From the USA Radio News Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The Biden administration continues to erode immigration policies set by former President Trump. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau has more. President Joe Biden has changed a number of Trump-era policies since coming into office, specifically reversing a number of the former president's orders on immigration. 
But Congresswoman Nancy Mace says that too many of President Biden's policies are focused on reversing those of his predecessor. The South Carolina Republican tells Fox News that Washington's focus should instead be on the American people. But the Biden administration is trying to literally undo everything good, especially that the Trump administration did. Under his administration, we had record unemployment, not only for women, but black and brown African Americans, Hispanic Americans, hardworking Americans. And we want, everyone wants, I think, to have free trade with our neighbors. We want to support and be allies to our neighboring countries here and abroad. But we've got to take a, take a stand and work for the American people. That's why we're here today, for nobody else but us. And to pull us up, uh, to get us through COVID-19 pandemic, to keep our doors open, to keep businesses open, to put kids in school. And we're failing right now. Moving away from working with all lawmakers, Biden has now signed more than 40 executive orders, actions, and memorandums. Officials with the Arizona Department of Health say those 55 and older will now be eligible for receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Officials are calling the arrangement a hybrid approach that will allow those 55 and older to get shots alongside frontline essential workers. USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, 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 what you be gotten? We've got another hour for you. That's the theme song to our number three. It's Rick Tittle, just you and me. No, no. Thank goodness. I think the Partridge family would have rejected that one. Isn't that right, Mr. Kincaid? Woo, that's an old reference. <clears throat> Speaking of old, I was given the example the other day, which is true, that the last year of Carol O'Connor on the Archie Bunker show, or All in the Family, I should say. That day, he was 54. Now I heard that Wilford Brimley in Cocoon, his age in that movie is the same as Paul Rudd now. Woo! (laughs) How do you like that one? By the way, today, I won't say who it was, but I got an email from PR company saying, hey, we'd love to be on the Rick Whittle show. And he wrote it twice. W-H-I-T-T-L-E. The Rick Whittle show. What I usually do is I get a stick from the woods or I get a 
piece of driftwood and I get out my old knife, just a little three inch buck knife. And I just start whittling and whittling and then I'll get a Venus de Milo with arms. The Rick Whittle show. <laughs> I've seen Rick title. Uh, I've seen a lot of things, but my two favorites, I've talked about this before at Raider camp. One time they gave me a sticker that said sports pylon USA. <laughs> E-Y-L-O-N. The sports pylon. That's what you dribble around in soccer practice. And uh, USF at their boxing. I went. They, they basically begged me to come to their boxing match, which I did. I sat in the front row, which was nice. But it was reserved for um, sports by the line. That's good. Sports by the line. All right. By the line, we got Emma Ryan Yamakazi on their side. Talk about her new uh, documentary about Koshian. The biggest baseball tournament in the world and really the biggest sports events in Japan each and every year. After that, open lines. Big shout out to our brave men and women in the military listening on AFN. If you want to tweet at me, it's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Welcome back to Sports Byline, USA, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, around the world, on the American Forces Radio Network. And joining us live from Japan is Emma Ryan Yamakazi. Her new film, Koshin, Japan's Field of Dreams, is out today. And this is video on demand. And for, for people who don't know, Koshin is a fantastic two-week tournament with high school baseball teams in Japan. And this is the documentary about the 100th anniversary. Emma, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us um, overseas. Um, I think what people need to know is as much as Americans love baseball, the Japanese are really, really obsessed with baseball, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's almost as though high school baseball is bigger than professional baseball in Japan. It has a longer history. And this Koshian tournament is kind of like our Super Bowl and March Madness combined. It's the biggest baseball event of the year. So how did you go about it? Did you follow one team? How did you bite into this? Yeah, so there's 4,000 teams that have a shot at the 50 or so slots at Koshien, and it's a total knockout tournament. Um, one one loss and it's over. So it's really hard to plan. It was really hard to plan this project. We wanted to make sure at least one of the teams we were following actually made it to Koshien. Um, so we actually followed four teams, um, but ultimately the film has two of the two of the four teams uh, in. When you talk to people who had played in this before, especially um, players who over here in Major League Baseball, like Shohei Otani and Yusei Kikuchi, um, what did they say about Koshin? Because just reaching the tournament is a great honor, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, like like the two major leaguers you mentioned, we we filmed their alma mater. Well, that was one of the schools. But what I really took away was that you know, despite their continued success in the sport, in the sport, this high school time they had was really special. You know, they, you know, you say at the time said, you know, if if it was the last game he ever played, that would have been okay because he was injured actually. But um, it's really um remained a special experience, and I think a formative experience for for those two baseball players. As we look at two of the coaches you concentrate on, one coach, Mizutani, the other one, Sasaki. I know Sasaki used to coach with Mizutani, but now Sasaki is the head coach of a school that's not only gone to Koshin nine times, they have won it twice. So if you're a young baseball player, are you trying your hardest to get to that school? Would it be like a, a basketball player trying to go to Duke over here? You know, there there are schools across the country that recruit 
you know, regardless of where you live, but actually Sasaki School, which is where Otani and Yusei went, he only takes students from his local prefecture. That's the policy he's made. He made the exception for his mentor's son, who did travel and live, live in the dorm with the other students. But um, that school, not so much, but there are plenty of schools across the country that people want to go to, and they basically move across the country to, to play for. But it's a kind of a point of controversy because uh, high school baseball, the root of it has always been that it's a local thing and each prefecture, you know, represents one school and, and, and goes to Koshien, but um, it does happen that way as well. Yeah, that's something in uh, especially high school football in the United States for public schools, you're supposed to live within the district. And of course, people have bent those rules with fake addresses or just moving the whole family. Like you said, are there players all up and down the country, like maybe even to, to Okinawa and beyond that will move their entire family just for the boy to play baseball somewhere? Definitely, absolutely. That that's common, and all. But also, these top schools have dorms. So I think what is even more common is that the the kid himself would move. I mean, even uh, uh, Tanaka, who played for the Yankees for many years, he moved to Hokkaido, the northeast uh, prefecture, uh, during high school to to play for a specific team. Not not actually because that team was the best, but I think um, uh, he, you know, some some kids move to a prefecture that they have a better chance to make it to Koshien because it's less competitive and ultimately it paid off he went to Koshien three times and won it twice so um, that decision paid off for Tanaka. A couple more questions for Emma Ryan Yamakazi. her new film Koshien Japan's Field of Dreams opens today video on demand. Um, you mentioned March Madness and as we know there is only one happy ending to March Madness as with Koshien and I can only imagine the stress the anxiety because I know how um, traditionally disciplined Japan is, it's a country that's very focused on a saving face and having honor as well. So I bet you this got pretty emotional, didn't it? Yeah, and, and just the system is such that only one team ultimately wins it all. You know, the other almost 4,000 teams lose at a certain point. So so that is actually quite telling, I think, especially in high school baseball. Um, it's how you play and how you lose in a way that's almost more important. And even the spectators prefer to root for the the losers or kind of cheer them on as they leave the field and even the TV broadcast kind of turn to the losing team and see how they're handling it versus the winning team almost. So there's something about the beauty of losing that I think is associated with how popular the, the, the sport is and the tournament is in Japan. Is it the kind of thing too where, because in America they'd probably say, oh, you're young, you think this is really important, but it's just high school. But for some guys, like, do you go back to them? Are they in their 50s and 60s? And they say, that was basically the greatest moment of my life was Koshin. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard that. And even the even the people that didn't actually make it to Koshin, the high school baseball experience, uh, for better or for worse, is I think at the height of a lot of uh, the the boys and men that ex experience it. It's certainly the end of a lot of high school uh, baseball careers. You know, very few kids continue on after that, but they still give it their all, you know, for the three years they play high school baseball. Even in some cases, as you see in the film, if you, you never might make the A-team, yet you're part of the team, you know, for, for three years cleaning the grounds, you know, often cleaning the toilets, whatever you need to do to be part of the team. So it's almost like a lifestyle. And I think that's carried on um, as they as they become adults. As I mentioned, it is the, you covered the 100th anniversary of this uh, two-week high school baseball tournament. And 
some people might be surprised by that if they're not sports fans. They might not know that uh, America used to send people like Babe Ruth to Japan way before World War II, the Japanese embraced baseball so wholeheartedly. Did you take a look back at how different it was 100 years ago? And, and uh, are there still pictures that survived that time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, when baseball came into uh, Japan originally, it was, you know, the end of the 19th century where, um, uh, you know, it was basically in Japan, sports didn't exist. So baseball became a martial arts and it was incorporated into youth education. So high school baseball and Koshien started, you know, 20, 25 years, even before Babe Ruth came to Japan. And that was when uh, Japanese people realized that, oh, it can be a professional sport too. look at Babe Ruth and look at how popular and, and how, how many people came to watch him. So it's almost that that history that I think differentiates the kind of the, the culture of the sport to today. Um, especially in high school baseball, where it's first and foremost was an educational tool before it, it became a sport. And finally, how has this been received by the people who are in it? Do most people embrace it and say, thank you for showing this? Or did you get any backlash at all? No, um, it, it was extremely well received. The film was released in Japan last summer, um, uh, timing it with, you know, the, the because of the, co the coronavirus, the Koshien was canceled for the first time since World War II. And it was it would never replace the tournament, but the film was time to for it to be released. And yeah, I mean, all the kids, you know, they're a couple of years older now and they're looking back. And one of the kids in the film told me, you know, finally he's starting to understand some of what the coach was telling him for three years as time passes and he grows grows wiser. And you think even the coaches, it's it's hard for them to, I think, um, realize the, the scope of what they do when they're in it. You know, some of these coaches have been doing this year in, year out for 30 years. But Mizutani, our main character, I think, was definitely moved to, to tears kind of seeing his life told through, you know, me basically on the big screen. And he was um, he was very happy. Fantastic stuff. I mean, I played high school baseball. I didn't play anything like this. Make sure to check it out. Koshin at Japan's Field of Dreams It is out today. Video on demand. We've been speaking with the director, Emma Ryan Yamakazi from Japan. Emma, thank you so much. I have no idea what time it is over there, but thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on the film. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back on Sports I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Matthew. Uh, Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and... I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Commando, I tell you. Uh, open lines the rest of the way. 1-800-878-PLAY. Two for Tuesday. Double shots of Judas Priest and Van Halen. <laughs> Come on in and get her, girl. Don't be shy now. Said a spell. <clears throat> a friend told me that um, because I did an interview years ago, um, about 10 years ago, with Jeanette Thompson, who used to work for the Raiders and run the Raiderettes. And Jeanette was, after bringing in Raiderettes in person to my show for many years, and also we had 49er Gold Rush, we had Warrior Girls uh, as well. Um, And even one time some Earthquake, Earthquake cheerleaders. Um, But after all that, I was asked to be a Raiderette judge, and I was the only media member who got asked to be a Raiderette judge twice, and that's because... um, was it Vern Glenn? Yeah, Vern Glenn was going to do it, and he had to back out last moment because he was on assignment. Work comes first. And so I was asked again, which means I passed the creeper test. 
But anyway, Jeanette uh, did an interview with me at Raider Camp about 10 years ago. And the cameras followed me around and showed me taking notes. And then she sat down with me and did about a 10-minute interview. And then they, when they edited it, they had me answering questions. And then it would show me making notes, whatever. So um, anyway, my somebody asked me the other day, it's like, um, in all these years, you know, I, I did 20 Chronicle Lives. They're all gone. Like, I'm, I mean, maybe they're on a hard drive somewhere at, at NBC Sports. But anyway, somebody asked me <clears throat> why there's, I, there's no, like, little vignettes. And I go, well, you know, I'm obviously a radio guy. But that Raider, um, at Raiders.com, you put up my name and there's that interview with me, that little video piece they did with me. Uh, and then I got a response saying, no, there's not. And I looked just now and, yeah, it's gone. I think anything to do with Oakland is erased. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's just me. That, look, they didn't say after I disparaged Mark Davis a million times, erase anything, Tittle. But I think it's just why I hold on to a 10-year-old interview is probably the real reason. But the other thing is it's like anything to do with Oakland. And Jeanette doesn't work there anymore anyway, too, so. All right, speaking of football, though, uh, let's go to the college ranks, and let's go down to that freezing Lone Star State. If you think about how disappointing this last football season was with COVID, and then, of course, the play on the field. And let's think about the University of Texas Longhorns there. There, <clears throat> there was a controversy about their favorite song, The Eyes of Texas. The eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. Oh, wait, that's I've been working on the railroad. Anyway, um, during BLM in the summer, some Longhorn athletes across all sports made it clear that they wanted to implement several changes, and they said, we want a new song that doesn't have any racist undertones. And quit making us sing it after games. Think about that. National anthem before a game, which you don't have to sing, but you had to sing the eyes of Texas. Now, for me, I couldn't give two hoots. But if you are dyed in the wool, orange and white, hook'em horns, Austin everything, this is probably sacrilege, and it's probably, you know, like kicking and screaming. We have to take a finch. You get to take a finch. We have to sing. No, no, you get to sing. Aha. So <clears throat> the university did move forward a little bit on those demands. Um, they said we would teach the origins of the song. But the reason that this was such so controversial is that they found films of this being sung in blackface and in the early 1900s. And this ordeal kind of came to a head in October when they lost to Oklahoma, and they did not sing the song. Most of the team went to the locker room. Now, you would think the idea of not singing a song or not would just be kind of an afterthought, but it angered fans and donors and alums so bad that the Texas Tribune, the campus paper, 
got a collection from emails from UT alums and their donors, and the details of it are pretty ugly. They got 300 or so people who emailed the university president, Jay Hartzell, about the eyes of Texas during the summer. And he said, uh, the paper said 70% of the 300 want to get people, <coughs> uh, want to make sure that the song is always sung. And 75 people threatened to support the school financially if this didn't happen. Now, here's the thing about Texas alums. There are half a million right now that are alive. <laughs> a lot more if you want to count them. But some of the emails that were obtained, um, here's just two little blurbs. One said, it's time for you to put the foot down and make it perfectly clear that the heritage of Texas will not be lost. I graduated in 1986, and it is sad that it's offending the blacks. As I said before, the blacks are free, and it's time for them to move on to another state where everything is in their favor. Now, if this said I graduated in 1936, it would still be bad, but it's the kind of thing where you'd say, ah, oh, the guy's 90. What does he know when he'd be older? But whatever. He's in his 90s. Just move along. You're not going to change him. This guy graduated. This guy was in college when I was in college. 86? I was playing college football and lacrosse in 1986. We know, Rick. We know. The blacks? The blacks are free? Can I tell you how long the blacks have been free? 100 years before I was born. I was born 100 years the exact same year the Civil War ended. The Civil War ended in 1865. I was born in 1965. And this guy is going to announce the blacks are free. Wow. Now, here's that guy's name was not printed, but a guy named Larry Wilkinson, who's from the class of 1970, uh-oh, he's a donor. He said less than 6% of our current student body is black. The tail cannot be allowed to wag the dog, and the dog must instead stand up for what is right. Nothing forces those students to attend UT Austin. Encourage them to select an alternative school now. Now, <clears throat> here's my response to this. Let's say it is 5%. Do you want 5% of your student population to feel like they're being treated in a racist manner? You want them to leave because of it? It's like the people who say COVID is 99% um, recoverable. Okay, so you're okay with 1% of the population dying? Do you know how many tens of millions of people that is? That's what I don't get. 99% will live. So you're okay with 1% dying. One out of uh, every 100 people is going to die from this thing because you won't put on a mask? You're okay with that. It's not okay to say it's less than 5%. So who gives a damn? That's still 5% of the student population that's going to feel bad by it. What you have to do is you have to have a conversation about it. Just have a conversation. Find out, the, find out, can we fix it? Can we change a word? Can we do this? Can we do that? 
But to say, go to a different school, and look, this guy is entitled to his opinion, and this is something else that we have to get over, is that just because this guy says it, people are going to say, he's a Nazi, he's racist. He didn't say anything in there that was racist to me. He was just saying he didn't give a damn about him, is what that told me. Told him to go to a different school. But we automatically are going to, but we have to allow everybody to express their opinion. Because everybody's entitled to it. You don't have to agree with it. And I'm not going to call this guy a Nazi. What I'm calling this guy is somebody who doesn't give a damn about 5% of the student body. Is what he is. But if everybody would just talk instead of pointing and saying, you can leave, you can go back to Russia, why don't you move to San Francisco? That used to be the big thing. If you were gay anywhere else, why don't you go to San Francisco? You know, or for if you voted one way or the other, why don't you, you know, move to uh, Russia? Let's just talk, people. Let's have a conversation. Okay. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. 
Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. That hurts my feelings. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's nice to have you with us. And uh, this is Sports Talk the way the good Lord intended it. In Deuteronomy and Numbers, letter from Paul to the Phoenicians. Rick, don't blaspheme. Sorry. <clears throat> 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's talk some sports. When I look at uh, some of these, you know, rumors for Deshaun Watson and and others and the way first-round picks have been traded just in the last five years, it's it's really been, uh, I don't want to say shocking, but but teams have been more aggressive than I think they, they have and have been in the past, despite the fact we know what a first-round pick in the NFL can mean to a team. <clears throat> It's a uh, it, it's a it's a big deal uh, for sure. There's no doubt. But as I said, if you look away, um, uh, if you just look back at some of the trades in these last five years for first round picks for a veteran that's going to come help your team, you just wonder. You know, a lot of these the jury is still out. I mean. This year, the Seahawks got Jamal Adams from the Jets for a first and a third and a first next year. So the Seahawks' next two first-round picks go to the Jets. Is that worth it? Well, Adams has a very specific role in Seattle's defense. It makes him very valuable. And this is a guy who still had nine and a half sacks from the safety position in his career. It's pretty amazing. But, you know, he's entering the final deal, the final year of his rookie deal to make 12 mil. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, this last offseason, the, the Colts gave the 49ers 13 overall for DeForest Buckner. And this is the second straight year they've, made a big trade if you want to count the Carson Wentz one they just did but 
Um, the Colts did have to pay Buckner $21 million annually when they got him for his contract, but they got more production out of him than they could have possibly expected at 13 overall, which is not bad. Same thing with Stephon Diggs. And I'll tell you what, when, when the Bills traded a first-round pick for Stephon Diggs, I was not confident in that trade. I really like Stephon Diggs, but to me, he was kind of like a Pierre Garçon. I kind of lumped those two together, I think because of their Minnesota days. Like, good player, but really? First-round pick for him? And they had to fork out for him, too. <clears throat> but Josh Allen and Diggs had a had chemistry from day one. Um, and this one really worked out for the Vikings because they picked Justin Jefferson and he was the best wide receiver in the whole draft after their rookie year. Henry Ruggs, the third, instead of Devin White. Just thought I'd throw that out there again. Um, Jalen Ramsey talked his way out of Jacksonville and the Rams had to give up uh, two first-round picks and that's pretty high price to pay, but Ramsey was, you know, one of the best cover corners in his first year. Not as great as second player of the year, but a former Seminole played very well, and he got an enormous contract that's going to kick in this year. Um, but you know, if you part with that many that many draft picks, the two things that make, well, the one thing that makes it palatable is if you win a Super Bowl, but the other two things would be, A, he plays well, and B, you keep him for a while. But if you go back <clears throat> year before that, the Steelers got uh, Minka Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins for a first-round pick, which I would have done, and he was absolutely fantastic, cost control uh, as well. And if you think about Fitzpatrick, who was 11th overall, and the Steelers traded the next year 18 overall, I mean, it's hard to imagine that not being good. Miami, by the way, used that pick on Austin Jackson, the USC uh, tackle, offensive tackle. In Houston, of course, the Laramie Tunsil deal, along with Kenny Stills and a couple of late-round picks. But the, the Dolphins got <clears throat> two firsts. And a second. In fact, this year's second. Houston will have to, give, have to sit out the first two rounds, at least the picks that they had. They also traded a couple of players that nobody ever heard of. But, I mean, they, they wanted to protect Deshaun Watson. And, you know, it makes sense. You know, they kind of thought, what if Laramie Tunsil's the one of the best tackles in football? And Deshaun Watson can just park his butt back there and pick everybody apart. Well, if Deshaun Watson's leaving, uh, I mean, it would be absolutely disastrous. The the that same year, um, the Chiefs got Frank Clark. They sent a uh, first round pick to the Seahawks for that. And a month earlier, Kansas City dealt D Ford to the Niners for a second round pick. They essentially traded Ford and a first-rounder for Clark, who they immediately gave it an extension. <clears throat> and the Chiefs, um, you know, Ford, uh, obviously, I mean, in, in the last two years, he's only played 12 games. 
he had that tendonitis in his knees. I remember on 95.7 again, we were talking about those knees, those knees, and those knees. So far, not great. But I would have done that trade at the time if I'm John Lynch. The Browns gave up a first-round uh, pick to get Odell Beckham, uh, of course, and they also had to throw in Jabril Peppers and the guard, Kevin Seitler. Um, I should mention that Olivier Vernon went the other way as well. That was an absolute blockbuster, and it's hard to declare anyone the winner in that trade right now outside of the fact you could say, well, the Browns did make the playoffs, but what did Beckham do this year? Um, <clears throat> and then... Of course, the John Gruden fire sale in the fall of 2018. Amari Cooper to the Cowboys for a first-round pick. The Raiders drafted Jonathan Abram, who has difficulty staying healthy, the safety, and then the biggie. Khalil Mack, the Raiders' second-round pick last year for the first-round pick um, in 19 and 20. And at first... Raider fans could at least look at Josh Jacobs and say, wow, we have one of the best young tailbacks in football. He's absolutely just a great character. He's so tough. He's so good. That one helps. But then the next year, the pick they got from the Bears, they drafted Damon Arnett, which I scathed at the time on Twitter about how dumb Mike Mayock is and all these Raider fans came back and they said, Tittle, you're an idiot. Do your research. Hmm. I, want, you know, I just want to respond by saying, well, this is a guy who was old, who said he didn't like football, who was graded as a late second to third round pick, and they took him in the first round, 18 overall. And now he was regarded by Pro Football Focus as the worst cornerback in football. Now, I didn't think he'd be quite that bad. The very, very, very worst of anyone the worst corner in football. Horrible. And Mike Mayock said he needs to commit to getting into the training room and lifting weights. No, Mike, you need to you need to just listen to other people instead of just falling in love with a guy because he dyes his hair red. So, uh, yeah. If, if he had drafted another uh, rookie of the year type of starter, then you could say, hey, in the end, the Raiders saved all that money and they got two great young players. They got one good player for Khalil Mack. So the Raiders are the losers of that trade, as much as I love Jacobs. How about Brandon Cooks? Two years in a row getting trade for a first-round pick. <laughs> the Rams got him from the Patriots, and the Patriots got him from the Saints the year before that, which is funny. And then, as I said, just taking a look back five years, I mean, Sam Bradford, the... Uh, the Eagles got a, a first-round pick for him, which was astounding to me at that point that they could get a first-round pick for Sam Bradford. And what did they do with the pick? Philadelphia uh, picked uh, Derek Barnett, who has had limited impact. But but the idea of trying to find a winner or a loser, it can get subjective sometimes. I mean, most of these trades, as I mentioned, they involve a level of financial commitments that prevent teams from divvying up the kitty to other positions. And so you could take a look at it that way. And there's an argument that maybe half of these trades were won by the acquiring team, but some of these GMs are already gone. Some of the perceived victories that we liked a, a year ago, they don't work anymore. So the general rule 
applied by the acquiring team. The player, if you give up a first-round pick, the player should be the missing piece to winning it all. You don't trade a first-round pick if you, for a guy if you have several holes to fill, I think, with a substantial draft capital for one player and then the financial commitment that might hamper your long-term plans. Because, you know, this isn't baseball. There is a salary cap here. Um, but sometimes you think this deal is just too good to pass up. I have to get this guy. I have to, have to, have to, have to get this guy. I hate sitting out first rounds. Um, when the Raiders traded a first-round pick for Richard Seymour, when they traded a first-round pick for Carson Palmer, when they traded a first-round pick for Willie Gall to the Bears. And Willie Gall was fantastic, but, man, it just hurts sitting out a first round. And then you got to watch the damn thing anyway to see if you trade back in. Uh, but the scary thing is these GMs, they go from team to team, job to job, city to city. They don't care about making the fans suffer. They're trying to win right now. Hell, I'm not going to be here anyway. If I lose, I'll give you all this crap. Bring it on. All right. Uh, we'll take uh, one more break. Still time to get in if you want. 1-800-878-PLAY. I am Rick Tittle. We'll see you soon. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? 
Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. A couple minutes left. You know, I was just thinking <clears throat> in the break about that Texas alum who graduated in 70 who said the student population of black people is less than 6%. Don't let the tail wag the dog. A couple things. Number one, what's the population percentage of black people who play sports at UT? Like, let's take the football team. Got to be at least 50%, wouldn't it? Those are the ones that are doing the singing. The second thing is you can sing all the songs you want. No one will make you stop. Stand in the crowd and sing it. What are you going to make other people sing? it? I think that's half the problems in the world. Everybody's so interested in everybody else. What's your religion? What's your politics? Who do you love? Who do you not love? Jeez Louise. All right. Uh, one more thing. <clears throat> You know how we love inside the NBA with Charles and Kenny the Jet and Shaq. And they always go at it. It's always interesting, right? Well, remember when Shaq was interviewing Donovan Mitchell earlier this season and he said, you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. He said, uh, I'm, I'm telling you because I, you know, I care. Well, Shaq was on the Dan Patrick show. Series 211, where my video game review show runs, uh, yesterday. And he was just talking about trying to internalize criticism from older players. He said, I'm just doing what was done to me. I can remember when I was averaging 30, 35 in L.A., but we were always getting swept. And the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, hey, you guys haven't won a championship yet. Did I whine? Did I cry? Did I complain on social media? Nope, I didn't say anything because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has achieved 14 classification to say that. What am I going to do? Have a dispute with the greatest NBA player ever? So when he said that, when he gave me constructive criticism, I took it and I listened and I brought my game to another level. So these guys now, they're pudding pops. 
I love that. When was the last time we saw pudding pop? And I believe that was yellow pudding by the great Bill Cosby, but can't really talk about Bill Cosby anymore because he was a rapist. First he would drug you, then he would rape you. Um, but uh, the modern player is a pudding pop. I kind of like that. Thanks for that one, Shaq. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Sister Soldier, everyone else who called in, Bruce Marshall. Uh, and, of course, make sure to see the Koshin movie. It's pretty awesome. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Peck Pack. Man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.